Pro Group Racing. Show us your tips. Daggy and Beaver with you. Let's look towards two big cards. Uh, headlined by the Lightning Stakes at Flemington. How's life treating you, Beaver? Life is treating me okay, mate. Uh, no complaints here. Um, doing what you do and uh, keep fighting and punching. Two big cards to get stuck into. They look uh, exciting betting meetings. Yeah, very exciting betting meetings. Uh, plenty of value to be found um, in the markets there. Uh, lots of races where sort of favourites $5 plus and uh, a couple of good horses floating around as well in some races. So um, good card. See if we can find some winners. Beautiful. Before we start, I just want to send our condolences to the family and friends of Dean Lester. Uh Superb tipster um, for reports a better person. Very, there's less than a handful of tipsters I guess I used to listen to every weekend, and he was certainly one of them, uh, and then also learn from. So, yeah, very sad news this morning. So, pay tribute there to him. Yeah, good call out, mate. So, um, yeah, good racing identity um, that's happened to a lot of value. Absolutely. Um, let's try and find a winner or two at Flemington um, as he would have wanted. So, let's kick off at Flemington where the rail is in the true. Been uh, for more reports, a hot day there today, cooling down tomorrow. So, are they going to put a bit of water on it tonight? Hopefully, it should mean all's well tomorrow for a good track. But, um, yeah, generally never any surprises at Flemington. We kick off over the mile, benchmark 84. Uh, and the story of the day of fields like this. Uh, how are you going to start the day with this deep field here? Yeah, very deep field here. I think you can almost find a, a reason to run. Back any of these um, open race. Look, I've settled on River Plate. Um, I, I, I didn't mind its last start run. I think if it can get the lead, um, I'll be a bit nervous if it doesn't get to the lead. Um, wasn't able to lead last start and uh, got the sitting behind them and they just quickened it. Was too good for it. Um, but get some weight relief here. Um, goes back to the 56 kilos, uh, probably slightly up um, in class there. But uh, that was a good race. And I think if he can get control, Ollie might be able to sneak away with this. But as I said, there's plenty of chances here um, down in the weights. Belt Toro's going great guns. Um, I think it's a chance. And I think a horse like Lyrical Light, if it found its best, uh, could really feature here. And now it's third up, um, can run well as well. But uh, plenty of chances in this. It's funny, I gravitated to River Plate as well. Uh, I actually don't know if the fence was the best spot that day, either, and it wasn't uh, too far off. It's only about a length off them in the finish. Uh, and I agree for everything you've said. So you've covered that well for Ollie. Hopefully he can get across from gate eight and take up a nice enough spot there. Uh, I'm a Shelby's flying. Craig Williams just starting to find a bit of spring form, which uh, we've been waiting for. So another chance there around a the double-figure mark. And, but it doesn't end there. Carlisle returned well and is an underrated horse. Um, next best for me, but you can go up and down this. Uh, as you said, you can make a case for just about all of them. So um, you want a bit of value, and I'm going to play... Two, maybe three around that double-figure mark to start the day. The second is the Vanity, the three-year-old fillies, a group three. And, uh, well, same, same again here. And, look, am I a bit mad here in thinking Zenzel is the best horse in this race? Well, I was just thinking the same thing. It's um, certainly, uh, look, it's got to be up there. Um, I'm just, is it? Is this a little bit short for it over the 1400 against these speedy horses? Um, it's probably going to, to get back in the field and uh, yeah, might be just short of its best and therefore um, looking at the odds, just may not be ready yet. 
Yeah, I, I, at those odds, I'm going to have something small to find out because I, I do think it's uh, it's heading to better stuff than this. And um, at the 30s, uh, hopefully gives us a bit of a sight from Queen Air. Similar thoughts and did resume well. Um, in a, Obviously, it was just a weak maiden, but got that out of the way, no problem at all. And uh, did some good stuff last prep. Both of those uh, interest me, as does Prasemium Arch, who was saved from uh, from Wednesday to come here. And again, was about 20s when I did the form. Can see a little bit of money overnight. I think that rolls forward. Uh, but exciting race again because I'm keen to uh, a little bit of rocks and diamonds in the first couple. But I think all of those are live chances at a big price. What's caught your eye? Same thing. Uh, it is uh, rocks or diamonds, and there's lots of chances. I'm sticking with Nuntorp. Um, I'm just impressed by its first two wins. I think it's found the line well, and I think it's uh, probably going to sit against. Gate seven, sit up near the lead here. Hopefully, one out, one back, and uh, hit the hit the lead in the straight and uh, be hard to hold off. I thought it could run really well, but as you said, you can make a make a case for all of these. Uh, but I went fruit on top. There, there. It's about the only pace in the race, probably in its advantage to it. And Papillion Club, I had rolling forward, not a great deal else. So, uh, very interesting couple of races to start the day. The Talendur is up next, 1,100 metres for the two-year-olds up the straight. This is a cracker as well, Beaver. Who do you like? Yeah, another cracker um, with not a lot of form to assess on. Um, I've settled on Maraba from the Beg Stable. Um, See, there's been a little bit of money um, this morning for it. It's it's seen it come in, still around the the 420, 440 mark. I thought the trials were nice enough. Um, Comes from Sydney down to Melbourne, which is always a good pointer for me, and did only finish a length behind Barbara, and it's only start before it was put back out. I expect that there's some improvement there, and I expect it to come out. I agree. I agree. I had that as one of the key chances changed over to the big stable from the David Payne yard. The trial's fantastic, the latest one, and um, just was a bit lost in that on debut and probably could have finished closer to Barber. Uh, in that first up, uh, on, it, on its race debut. Uh, first up, Graham Beck up the straight. Could be ready to go from Amur, who's unbeaten. And both wins have been nice. I believe it's going into the Blue Diamond, so they've got an opinion of it. And J-Mac goes on. Um, market's in that order, but I, I think they're the two main ones. Other other bits and pieces here. I think Snippy Legend and a horse like Rhodesian Red can both run into the exotics to give you a play that way, but... Very interested to see what this uh, what Mahaba does fresh for the new stable. The fourth is a 2,000-metre benchmark 84. Uh, what have we got here? I've ended up... Look, I'm hoping for a bit of luck because it's usually either all or nothing with um, in terms of luck for this horse. But I've got Aaron Bay on top. I think it rolls across, can find a nice spot if they're proactive from the gate. And looks... It, you know, it's honest. and going to give you a sight over the 2,000 here. Um... Each way play for me from Fighting Arrow, who is going really well, broke through last time, uh, and the format of that race has not been too bad under Blake Shin. How are you looking at this? Yeah, again, another deep race. I've gone for Hasseltoff. Um, ultra consistent of late. Last start, um, got back in the field and finished off quite nicely um, at Sandown, only three lengths off them. Uh, carrying the 59.5, so get some weight relief here, 56. I think the uh, the 2,000 can suit. I think it can get a cosy run here, and uh, I think it can run a really nice race. Yeah, it loves the track as well. Um, that's what's tough. The fifth is the girls. 
over the 1,400 metres of Group 3. And are you, are you just diving straight into Anavisto here? I'm going to dive into Anavisto here. Only had the one start last prep and um, in the Group 1 and complete fail. They put it straight back out. So obvious um, some issues there. Uh, trialled well at Cram, Cranbourn, came back really nice. That was a, that was a good trial. Um, we know it's packed with plenty of potential and I think it might be just a bit classier than these. So I've got it on top. Uh, big watch on the resuming boogie dancer. Yep. Um, it did, the Anavista did bolt in uh, first up last time over the, the track and distance and last trial is fantastic. We'll be ready to go here. I'm giving Exolita one more chance. It took forever to get warmed up first up uh, at the 1,300 metres, but hit the line quite well. And I think just second up Flemington's pretty much its go in life. It did win the Group 2 here, second up last prep, beat Argentia in a reasonable field. So one more chance here around the $8.50 mark uh, and scared as well of Rodak Ataki, who at least is flying. But Anavista may well bounce to the front and run away with this um, if there's not a heap of pressure. The boys come up next in the CSA Stakes, 1,400 metres uh, for the Colts, as suggested by the fact they're boys. Uh, look, I'm terrified of the of the favourite here uh, in um, attrition, but I'm going around it a little bit. I'm going to, again, I might have something with these colours, but I'm going to have a tiny speck on uh, Miramasa, whose trials have been really good, comes in here. And last time, again, over further, but spent some time around some good horses and made them work there. And uh, I'm going to have to say that Kadepshit stacks up here as well if it's coming down. We've seen already that the, the midweek Sydney form fits well into these group Melbourne races. So, uh, J-Mac Waller on a lightly raced um, gelding here at around 16 bucks. I'm going to have something on. They're the two main plays for me. And obviously scared of the favourite and scared of Bankmore, who did cross the, cross the line with um, Jack and O last start. But a couple of each uh, big each-way plays there. What about yourself, Beaver? Yeah, I know it down to two. I did have attrition on top. Um, first up, wins have been outstanding, um, albeit in weaker graded passing this, but put them away quite comfortably and hasn't even been extended yet. Um, so, so that's a good pointer for me. The gate looks uh, an ideal draw here. So um, if it's got the ability it looks to have, um, it's going to play a major part in this. Um, my other, my other saver is elliptical resuming here. I think this is a good horse. It's uh, drawn a little bit off the track, but it will go back. Um, and you were talking before about horses with good form around other good horses. Go back to last preparation. Uh, three lengths behind Zaki, uh, just beaten by Sharp and Smart in a group one and just beaten by Golden Mile um, in a group one as well. So, Reads are awesome. Um, it reads very well, like looking at looking at this field. So if it's uh, tuned up and ready to go, um, uh, super keen that it can run well as well. Um, they're the two that I've got. Beautiful. The feature is the 1,000-metre Group 1 Black Caviar Lightning Stakes. Nature strips drawn the inside fence up the straight. It's even money. Do you want to touch it? Well... It's clearly the on-top pick here, right? So, um, yeah, $2.10, I'm happy to play. Uh, I think it's, it's clearly the best sprinter in the race and we know it goes good up Flemington, up the Flemington Strait. First up has a good record and trolled pretty good at uh, Warwick Farms. So uh, no reason that 
you'd come back at it $2.10. Uh, I think that's a pretty reasonable price at the moment. It might get better, but um, it's hard just to find what, you know, when you sort of start to look through these horses, they're all good horses, which one's going to beat it. There's probably a fair few in it. There's probably a few you can put a line through. Um, you know, Bella Tipanina, Bella Nipotina was flying early last start. I wish I'd win is a good horse, but is is this a thousand metres up the straight? Is this going to be a little bit too quick for it? Um, most likely. Um, and Maraba's got to step up against this type of company. Yeah, I look, I set out to get this beat, and just a, as much a gut feel as I think. But um, I, oh, inside, we've seen it vulnerable first up at a thousand. I'm going to take it on. I'm going to go put Bella Nipotina on top. As you said, fresh last prep was outstanding. Uh, then probably should have won the Moya and then won the Manicato well. Uh, trials are fantastic here. We see um, it tried against a horse who we're going to see in Sydney actually later on, and I've just forgotten his name. Uh, but it was lovely. And in that jump, jump out of the straight nature strip had, I thought Rockin' Horse was travelling just as well as it on the just off its uh, hindquarters there. So I'm going to give it a chance as well around the $12 mark. We've seen it uh, claim its scalp up the straight before. Good race, excited to see because uh, every time Nature Strips out, Nature Strip steps out, it is an event. But um, excited, and as you said, excited to see what I wish I win does. Fresh, straight into a thousand meters. I suggest probably second up will will be the play here, but we'll watch it hit the line well here first. Hypothetical is the horse you're thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, spoilers. I'd probably give it a chance down at Fleming, uh, up at Randwick later on. Me too. Hill. Beautiful, great minds, as they say. The next is the uh, 1,400-metre listed race, the Elms Handicap. Again, looking for some value here away from the favourite who, I look, I've been saying that around the $4 it is now, I will, have, I will be backing Daytona Bay. Should have won first up. Just a horror watch there. Hopefully clear air. Uh, should run into this well enough. Jamie Carr's hit her straps the last two weeks, so... Uh, hopefully she can do the same here and get this horse up and going. But the two away from it, uh, Uncle Bryn, good horse, uh, has trolled up well for this. Mark Zara's on from a, a inside gate. I think it's going to run a great race here. And Banker's Choice is probably the best horse. Might want further. But again, $16, I'm happy to back it for a place and hopefully can run on off a soft off the soft draw there and um, we won for your exotics. But uh, again, looking for value, Beaver. Yeah, I think you're right. Daytona Bay certainly does look super hard to beat. It was a bit of a an unfortunate run last time, and then prior to that, had some really good form. So you got to you got to have that in there. I kind of wanted to go looking for Scalapini, um, but I was really disappointed with the first up run in a pretty average field. Um, Can and, why was it so far back when I watched the replay again last night? Like, what was going on there? Yeah, I don't know. And so that that had me concerned, and it has one before. At Flemington, so I was a little bit nervous. I'll be seeing if there is any any money for it. Um, and the other was I thought it could run really well down in the the weights and up in the market is Umgawa. Mm-hmm. Um, it only finished two lengths behind uh, Gentleman Roy last start, and I thought that was a pretty good run. Um, sits on the, just off the pace here, and uh, if it can get in in gate 14, might run okay. But um, yeah, look, I had Daytona on Bay on top, um, but scared of Scolopini. Cool. Yeah, I, when I started, I did think I was going to set out to find Scolopini, but I agree with you, I was just slightly disappointed by the last start there. 
Uh, we finished the day, 1,200 metres, benchmark 84 up the straight again, uh, and I'm putting a favourite on top in Jungle Gym. I think the the penny's dropped now. Uh, some nice some nice runs this time in, including claiming the, um, in soft fashion, the race at sale there. Comes here and gets a nice setup again from the middle gate to jump back beat at home, so I have to respect that. And I've just noticed um, there's been money for it since I've done the form. And next best, El Rocco might be the best horse in the race. Last time, fresh, uh, was very, very impressive. So uh, there'll be the main three I'll play in the quarter to end the day. But favourite on top, Beaver, how are you finishing off? Yeah, look, uh, pretty good summation there. I just I just went for a bit of value in El Rocco to resuming here. Um, hopefully there's some speed on and uh, it can handle the straight. And uh, it's probably got the one of the most powerful finishes out of this field, so I thought it could run really, really well. So had it, thought some, as you said, Jungle Gym and Dejumba, uh are obvious chances, and if you're looking at something for even a bit more value, Chartres, I think it can run well first up um, down the outside. It uh, uh, has a little bit of ability and uh, might figure in the finish. Beauty. Now, you've got the owner of the... Quaddy at Flemington for Black Caviar, Lightning Stakes Day Beaver. Lay it on us. Lay it on you, hey? Um, my race six, in no particular order, number 14, Attrition, number four, Bank Moore, number five, Elliptical, uh, number seven, Bel Air, and number 11, Cadet Ship. In the first leg... Mm-hmm. In the second leg, I've gone number one, Nature Strip, number five, Bella Nipotina, number six, Rockin' Horse. In the third leg, race eight, I've gone 14, Daytona Bay, number three, Scalapini, number seven, Looks Like Elvis, number 12, Umgawa. And to finish, number three, Jungle Gym, number 10, Dejumbuck, number six, El Rocco, and number 12, Chartres. Beauty. For progetracing.com.au, of course, check them out for everything going on there over the Autumn Carnival. Your best in value. My best is race five, number four, Ana Vista. I think you can resume and win. And my value comes up in the last, race nine, number six, El Rocco. I struggle to find a best. I'm going to make it... The, I'll make it the blue colours in a two-year-old. Race three, number two, Amur. And value race six, number 11, Cadetship for Team Waller there. We head to Rose Hill, where it's going to be hot. Uh, the rail moves to the true. And I uh, haven't seen any, any news on changes of tracks, anything like that, or times just yet. But a uh, good track. We'll see how much uh, or how dry it does get, whether the inside becomes a place to be. But um, another good card. Kicks off with a highway over the 1,400 metres where Super Extreme gets away from Ramwick. Uh, have you got anything you like in here? In the highway? No, thank you, mate. So this was just too hard for me. Um, I've given up on these races. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did a long time ago. The Midway's up next now, 1,500 metres of benchmark 72. At least they've been good enough to put the Midway and the highway out of the quaddy legs. But... Um, yeah, who do you like? And I'm first, so you can just uh, chime in about one o'clock. Yeah. I need to get out of bed too early on a weekend. Um, yeah, have you got any here? Nothing here for me either, mate. Um, go for your life punters if you want to bet in this stuff. I've gone in market order here. I think um, 
true crime. Probably finds a lead and is going well enough. And there's not a heap of pace underneath it. Uh, from Cheerful Legend, who hit the line alongside Starbred last time out and hopefully gives us a bit of an idea whether we can make ground on the day. They're the main two, but a race like this, you probably want a bit more value than that. But uh, for the sake of a tip, that's who I've got on top there. The third is an 1,100-metre benchmark 78, which is another ripper. We both mentioned Hypothetical Beaver. Do you want to talk about this one first? Yeah, look, I'll, I'll go first here. Look, um, I think Hypothetical is a really good chance at $15. It's not my on-top pick. Um, this is, again, a deep race, like some of the ones we'd seen um, in Melbourne. You know, you've even got horses that are flying at the moment, Diamond Dealer at $35, $35. Yep. Um, but some really good horses on the way up here. I stuck with the favourite economics, um, and the reason being is I just think it's its form was a little bit better like um, than the other horses that are sort of coming through some weaker grade races. Um, this one, a listed race and one by a couple of lengths beating Opal Ridge, which I, Opal Ridge has got some ability and is a pretty good horse. And then um, ran a really nice race in the group one down at Flemington uh, behind in secret, only three lengths off them. So I think this horse is um, packed with ability, um, fresh here, I think it can run really well, but uh, again, horses like Insurrection, Parasail, Hypothetical, they're all um, all on the way up. And Renosu, you know, won in Cup Day, uh, which was one of yours, Dougie. So, um, absolute chances galore here. Yeah, absolutely. I've, uh, I've, for the sake of it, I do have Insurrection on top. I heavily backed and just bolted in last time at Kenzo. I thought that was very impressive. First time gelded. Uh, hopefully, takes some. Improvement from that. Scared of economics, but um, the three outside the market that I'll go, I'll throw into an early quaddy. Uh, hypothetical, we've covered off. Trialed almost as good as Bell Nipotina there. I thought at $16 gives you a great sight. Uh, Brudenell's completely left field, but I've had an opinion of it all the way through its uh, career, and we'll get to see what it's got tomorrow. And uh, and as you said, even Renoso's outside the market and goes in there. Cracking race for the, um, for the sprinters. The fourth is the Silver Slipper. Uh, group two on the way to the Golden Slipper, um, where I am going to go away from the favourite here. I've got Mumbai Muse on top. I really liked its debut, and I think out to 1,200 suits, I think a soft draw suits, and I've just got a feeling that something's up with the faves. So uh, on top for me, uh, from Cylinder, whose trolls are great, and you know was did some good stuff very early on, looks to have come back in great order, gets control of this race. So... Uh, playing around the fave uh, with those two, Beaver, yourself? I did something similar. I thought one by Muse's first up run was very good. Uh, against a horse, that was an outstanding win. That was unbelievable when it was three wide and back in the field and somehow still won. So um, it's a very good horse uh, learning to fly. Um, and we've seen that form come out and be franked as well. Yeah, King's Gambit, geez, it was disappointing. Last start, there was no reason, you know, five-horse field had the good run and it just it just didn't let down at all. Um, maybe that was a forgive run, but uh, at this point in time, I just need to see it do something before I'm going to be uh, caught um, backing those two-year-olds. Cool. Um, Rena Grant's there. The fifth is a 1,400-metre benchmark 78. Who do you like in this one? 
Yeah, look, again, a deep race here. I settled on two at a similar price in the market um, that I couldn't split, but I I slightly went for Willinga Rufio, uh, resuming here. Thought it could run really well. Uh, really liked its win before beating Kokoro pretty comfortably here before it went out for a spell. Um, trials have been good enough, I think, uh, without being extended. So it might be a progressive type here. Gate 10, slightly a concern, but... Uh, if it can overcome that, can finish in the in the it can figure in the finish. Um, and Taj Need, mm. I think he can run well. Resuming here as well, I think it's got some potential coming up uh, from Melbourne. You know, failed failed in the Group One uh, before it went out, but uh, in the Group Two uh, ran a really nice race prior to that, and its trials have been um, impressive. So I thought they were the two that um, I would toss between. I've I've got Kokora on top, just uh, being second up now with a nice win. Uh, I am sticking with it, but I agree. I had Taj Need as the horse to watch here because, um, well, you've covered it off. That was too, the boot up to the guineas was um, was very good and the trials have been great. Um, ridden out the line pretty well. So I'm going to play around those two. Uh, St. Bathans has come out. Interesting to see where that goes, actually, because it comes off a decent enough trial in New Zealand. But, um, yeah, they're the two for me. Both can play them each way again. Group two for the girls is up next. 1,300 metres, Millie Fox stakes, where, yeah, I've got the favourite on top. I'm not fly, jumping off just yet, Maramia. Uh, bolded in, beat a good one in Golden Mile. Uh, hopefully gets a, should get a similar run, actually, and I wasn't that impressed by the trials of the main dangers in the market. I had next pick, actually, is um, Pavitra, who did try well. Excited to see her come back to the races. Should get roll along up on pace, uh, kicking off at 1,300 metres, assuming she's not in the other one later. And um, can maybe run your place at a, at two or three bucks there, but uh, Miramia Cleary on top for me, Beaver. Yeah, clearly on top for me as well. A lot to like about last start win. Uh, ran some great sectionals and uh, was fully wound up. This horse may have found the key after its last two runs. Um, trialed well, won first up, killed him second up. Um, can't get off against this field. The seventh kicks off the quaddy, a listed 1,900-metre race, the Parramatta Cup, where I am don't want to charge into these horses, not particularly, but uh, I'm with the market. I think King Frankel's trials have been great. Uh, on top of the ground, resuming, uh, rolls forward in a race lacking a heap of chases. Uh, I think it's going to be hard to beat. And I've got the main dangerous Irish legend who's flying. Uh, only just scraped home last time, but back to Rose Hill. Uh, and home suits and has trialled since and bolted in a trial. So uh, they're the two main ones for me. Uh, I'll cover off the other quarter chances when I get there, but how are you looking at this one? Same, same. I thought King Franco looked hard to beat here. Um, around the $4 mark, I think it's probably a nice little bet here because there's few down in the market here that I don't rate any chance. And it looks like the one of the most progressive types in this field and... Uh, Resuming over 1,900, you've got to suggest it's it's fit, and particularly after its last night trial, it, uh, yeah, it was pretty impressive. Cool. Uh, the feature is the Group 2 Hobartville for the three-year-olds. Uh, don't have to say much here, do we? Aft Cabin was a fantastic return, up and ready to go. Rolls forward here under Tim Clark and should win again. Uh, I had the only danger, and the only one I'll probably entertain away from it, is a Kiwi horse, Pierre, who should have won first up and has a bit of ability in just a complete different form, but Aft Cabin has the rest of the Australian horses covered. 
yeah, hundred percent half Callan for me. Um, nothing else to add, um, but I think Zoo Tiger in it can run the Quinella again. Yeah. The ninth is a benchmark hundred over fourteen hundred meters. What do you like? Yeah, I'm going to stick with the favourite crosstalk. Um, look, as first, it's two trials were pretty good. Um, you know what you're going to get with crosstalk. Gate two is going to go forward. Uh, going to look to control the pace over the 1200 and again this is a field that I just when I went looking for something to beat it I, I just couldn't find anything um, I really struggled to, to see horses that were going to beat it you know you got some some up and comers like well well but that's looking for 2000 um, it could run well fresh but um, look, cross talk will probably control this race and um, if it gets away with crazy sectionals, um, it'll be too good. Yep. Uh, only danger, if there is one, uh, is Lakeen, I thought, tried pretty well and just gets a camp on its back. But it'll have to fall over not to win, I think, cross-talk. They're the, the two yeah, key chances for me. Uh, the 10th and last is 1,100-metre benchmark 94. And going back, looking for some value, uh, I've got easy single on top. I think it's tried well for this. Comes back here where it's had a win and fresh... Just chiming in, uh, swooping there for the gun. Can give you a sight from um, Flying Crazy, who uh, we will see how it comes. Uh, not Flying Crazy. No, it didn't try any good at all. Uh, Kiss Sum's the horse I'm looking for. Um, Maybe able to do something fresh and goes into a quaddy. Uh, just a couple at a price there. Uh, obviously scared of Midwe- Midwest, has it set up, but now needs to probably win one of these. Beaver, what do you think? Yeah, I went for Cote. Uh, I'm going to stick with Cote. Um, I think it's got a bit of ability. Um, it's, it's first up run wasn't the worst in the world, you know, a length or so behind Remark, who no. just stamped its class there. Um, this is a much weaker race than that. Um, still might be a benchmark 94, but there's no remarks in this this race. I think it can run well again. And, and similarly, if, it's, um, if it gets the right run in front and gets the right sections, it can be hard to beat and gets five kilos off the plane. Cool. Uh, let's have a look at the Rose Hill Quaddy. Where I'll go with five Banjo, ten King Frankel, eleven Irish Legend, twelve Aravine, into two Pierre, three Half Cabin, into one Cross Talk, five Lakeen, eight Cuban Royale, and we'll come home with five Kiss Sum, six Midwest, seven Easy Single, eight Mountai, and eleven Cote. What do you got as your best in value? My best bet is, uh, I've lost it now, race six, number two, Maramia. Yep. And my value bet comes up in race five, number three, Willinga Rufio. Beauty. Best for me, six, two, Maria Mia. Uh, let's go all up, eight, three, aft cabin. And we will go looking for value in the form of race three, number two, hypothetical. Now we've got um we're kicking off our little hundred dollar punters club today. Yep, we can do that. Cool. Have you got something for us? You can open the batting. Yep, I will have something for you. Can I'm I think about it? Go... No. no, no, it's all good. I'm going to go uh, an all up. I'm going to go Maramia, all on to apt cabin, all on to cross talk, hundred dollars. Cool. So that gives us about six dollars, so six hundred for you there. Awesome. Give it strength. We'll see. We'll keep track of our bank and see how we sit in each week. 
Uh, before we get to Queensland, a couple from Adelaide. Race four, number five, Saskatoon can keep winning. Race five, number six, Bistro's over there. Should be winning in race six, number five, Chicago Storm. Uh, what's happening up in Queensland? Yeah, I've got, a, got um, a couple of good ones up in Queensland for us. I think race two, number three, Namazoo. I think it'll be winning. Um, you can unload that onto race four, number three, Head of State. Uh, it's going to be super hard to beat. And then race six, number four, Comrade Rosa. I think it will be winning again. I just think you can get on all those three. And happy days. You're giving the bopper a chance up there. Uh, look, the bopper's a chance, but uh, not a horse I generally tumble want to tumble into um, anymore. I think uh, Boom Nova resuming is probably the hardest to beat there. Yeah, yeah. Beauty, that's our look across... Um well, all of the country pretty much. But uh, good punning tomorrow, guys. Enjoy Group 1 racing from Flemington. Uh, stay safe in the heat in Sydney. And we'll talk to everyone soon. Uh, be back Wednesday morning for the midweek preview. Catch you then.